other side of midnight presents the Midnight Files. side of midnight. I'm Frank Morano. Uh, we do try and do a fair amount of exploring all sorts of mysteries, the paranormal, conspiracies, time travel, you name it. But I don't think that there is a mystery that has more captivated the attention of not just Americans, but people all over the world than the subject of aliens and extraterrestrials. UAP, UAPs, are they here? Well, it appears there have been a number of documented sightings that the authenticity of which has been confirmed. Well, somebody who covers this on a daily basis in a manner that is so thorough, he makes me look like a total piker, is Jimmy Church. Jimmy Church has done it all. Radio, film, television. He is uh, hosting a terrific show called Fade to Black on the Game Changer Network. You've seen him on the History Channel. You've seen him on any show worth its salt that has anything to do with aliens. They featured Jimmy Church. He's kind enough to join me on the radio this morning. Jimmy, it's great to talk with you. I'm a big fan. Thank you, Frank, and uh, greetings from the West Coast. So, uh, Jimmy, what do you think has been behind the media starting to take all this alien stuff seriously? It used to be pretty much just relegated to late-night radio shows like yours and mine, and yet now we've seen the New York Times, CBS, Fox News, CNN, the Washington Post, all do these series of articles not treating the UFO phenomena as uh, just something that's dominated by toothless drunk people, but as something that is actually sort of mainstream now. What changed over the years, Jimmy? Somebody flipped a switch. Somebody, somebody that's in control said, you know, uh, it's okay to do this now, and we're going to move this thing forward. I don't know who flipped the switch, but suddenly it's okay. Frank, when you look at uh, not only the mass media, but you have to take a look at the Senate and the way that they are approaching it, the Department of Defense, the United States Navy, pilots, Lou Elizondo and his efforts, and, and Chris Mellon, suddenly it's okay to talk about, and somebody wants it to be talked about. And it, it, it puts me in a position where, yes, this is what I do, and and we have uh, others out there like me have been trying to push this forward to the UFO UAP question for many years, and we've been very frustrated. Now, all of a sudden, it's it's like popular well, who 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 is making this decision? Somebody flipped the switch, and now it's okay. Now I will say this though: 
um, it puts me in a great position where I'm not uh, followed by or preceded by the X-Files theme music. And that was always the frustrating thing. And now people want to talk to me about this and 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 others and it's it's an exciting time so you you've noticed the seemingly overnight change in the uh the overton window of allowable public discourse on this subject that's not just me who's noticed that change yes well you know uh when, when you have uh not only you know tucker carlson you know and and fox moving this forward uh, which is great and it's appreciated, and then you you look at uh, the the spokespeople for the Department of Defense suddenly coming out saying yes, uh, these are authentic videos, uh, backed up by uh, pilots and things that are saying something strange is going on. You have to just step back and go, okay, this is a great moment, but are we on the verge? of something really extraordinary about to happen here. And it's become, Frank, and I'm being very serious, it's a tangible thing. Before, it wasn't something that you could feel. But there is a great effort right now to to bring this forward. And it's not only uh, the mass media and and, and the Pentagon and, and all of that stuff and shows like mine, but you have, uh, you know, like Avi Loeb out of Harvard University coming straight out against others in academia saying there is something happening here and I am going to put my efforts and everything that I have around me and my resources to figure out what is going on in in not only our skies, but interstellar travel that appears to be interested in planet Earth. In in terms of the new UFO reporting policies that Congress has put in place, do you think that'll change anything? Do you think uh, if the government is keeping secrets from the public or from other areas of the government, do you think that this new methodology of how these UFO sightings are reported will have any sort of substantive change? Well, what, what we have to do, the, the short answer is maybe. I would like to say yes. But the 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 long game here is that the government is not going to become our friend. They're not going to give us information. It is up to us as as citizens of this country to get the information out of them and to keep the pressure on. And that pressure seems to be working. And our elected officials are now passing legislation, as you have just noted, uh, to establish uh, the right uh, team and group to collect the information from the agencies, the CIA and the FBI and and NRO and NSA and who, whoever the intelligence agencies are that are gathering information, and to be the go-between with the Department of Defense to establish reports to be presented back to Congress. This is now part of the budget and legislation. Now, the question is that we all want to know is how much of it comes back to the public. They've established two different uh, protocols for this. One, a classified report annually that will be presented to uh, Capitol Hill in December and, the, uh, you know, at the end of the uh, fiscal year. 
and two public reports semi-annually every six months. Now, what's going to be the difference of that information? What's going to be public and what is going to be deemed classified? Now, my hopes are that the classified portions of this are going to be collected correctly from the agencies and the Department of Defense because they've never, as we know, historically been friends. Right? Sure. They don't even get along. So hopefully, if everything works correctly, we're going to be able to get the sharing of information. Some of it's going to be uh, uh, back to the public. But how do we move this forward and who is going to be you know, the UAP czar, mm. who's going to be the one to to uh, navigate all of uh, the the agencies and the branches of the military and, and the Department of Defense. And, of course, ODNI, the director of national intelligence, who is at the center of all of this. We're talking with Jimmy Church. He is the host of Fade to Black on the Game Changer Radio Network. You can check out his website, jimmychurchradio.com. Learn more about some of the terrific segments that he's done on this subject as well as a variety of other subjects. What do you think, given everything you just said, your hopes, your fears, your skepticism, your optimism, what do you think the next step is in the UFO disclosure movement? Those of us that uh, that do want to see the government uh, sort of open the books and tell us what they know about Roswell and about a host of other incidents. What is the next step? I, I think the next step uh, is going to be something uh, out of the government's control. And and what I mean by that is we have all of these other cogs in the wheel that, that seem to be working together for the first time, and that is the media that is uh, the educational system, that science is, is working on this. And, of course, we have the military and, and, of course, the Senate and Capitol Hill. All of these seem to be moving forward. But the thing that would push this over the top that I am hopeful for is something that is out of the government's control, whether it is a leak, uh, it's a video, it's a, it's a sighting. I think that those that are in control of this information – they feel that something is coming and they need to get out in front of this. And I don't know if they know how to get out in front of it. So is it this leak, this drip, drip of information that is coming out through the media and, and through science and, and, of course, Capitol Hill and Washington, D.C.? Is all of this orchestrated because they need to get out in front of something that is not in their control. And I think that's the curious point that all of us are waiting to see what this event is going to be. I, I talked to uh, quite a few people, uh, not only uh, that are pushing this forward, but, but military people and, and researchers and, and, and those that and names that we know. And they all seem to say the same thing, that we've come this far. But there is a reason for it, and it's probably outside of the government's control, and it's about to break. And we can feel it, and we can see it, and these are exciting times, Frank. I am, For me, for, for what I do, for hosting and, and the things that I do to push this forward, the community, which is who I do this for, is excited because they have been – uh, to say that they've been laughed at or ridiculed or teased for decades, not only oh, yeah. by others, but but the government, too. 
And now for the first time, they can go, you know what? This is real. And and I feel not really a vindication, but a hope. And that's what's going on. It is so exciting, and you can feel it, not only with uh, my audience and the calls that come in, and I've been doing this for a long time. Uh, there's that part of it. But if you think about those out there that have had sightings or, you know, like a Travis Walton. You, uh, know, that's, you, you, you totally stole my thunder. I was just going to ask you about Travis Walton. I had a very serious scientist on uh, uh, yesterday, and I asked, you know, a listener asked a question about alien abductions, and I posed that question to him. And he said that uh, after getting to know Betty Hill and Travis Walton, that made him a believer in alien abductions. And that was my next question to you, Jimmy. What, how much credence do you give to people like Travis Walton, people like Betty, uh, Betty Hill, who claim that they were abducted by extraterrestrials? Well, see, th- here's the thing. Uh, Travis, we're, we're talking about the mid-70s. We're in 2022. And and Travis, uh, yes, the book, the movie, and he's got a lot of supporters around him. His story hasn't changed, and uh, or the witnesses that are around him, and for him to still be around to see this at this moment, it, it it's a really big time. And this and and back to uh, the point that you just made. Those out there that have uh, taken this, the brunt of this, and have continued to roll that rock uphill, and it's been a tough fight, it's been a tough battle, for them to be around at this kind of time, this moment in history, it means everything to me and to this community, where they can now uh, maybe have a conversation with uh, their friends, their neighbors, their coworkers, where they've held it inside for so many years, right, because Travis has been, they don't want to be judged as being mentally ill or on drugs or drunk or something. And, and you know what? And this is the thing about that is millions of people can have psychosis, right? And, right, and, right. And even even I, Frank, have seen things that I can't explain. And I remember uh, I'll, I'll make this really brief. Uh, this is uh, maybe seven years ago. And I had this tremendous sighting with a couple of hundred people, and we all saw it. And uh, the executive producer calls me. I was hosting Coast to Coast at the time. And and she calls me up and says, okay, so what are you going to do this Friday uh, on Coast? I said, my guest is going to be me. And she said, why? And I told her, I just had this sighting, and I want to tell the world about it. And the reason for that, Frank, is that, I needed to, A, come out of the closet. I needed to, as a member of the media, where I'm speaking to, you know, millions of people a night, that those that were around me, those 200 people, they needed to have somebody like me come out and say, this is what happened. And and I asked myself at that time, uh, if, let's say some member of the media, you know, a Tucker, right, uh, and Anderson Cooper, what if they were there and saw what I saw? Would they go on uh, CNN or Fox or MSNBC tomorrow and, and talk about this and what they saw? The answer is no, they wouldn't. And it was a decision that I made that I would do this for the community. And I chose to go that route and, and take it on the chin, whatever happened. 
And and that's how long I've been at this. And and those out there that need to have a voice out there speaking for them, you know what? If I'm the guy, I, I'm okay with it. And once you come out right, and you're fully exposed, it, it's a relief. And now the relief that I've had, I think the rest of the community is is feeling it. And the world, I think, is ready for it. It's It's something that everybody is talking about. Uh, one of the uh, subjects that you cover regularly, and you've actually been on the show, Ancient Aliens, which is a terrific show, but you've also interviewed other people that have been featured on that show. And if people haven't seen it or are unfamiliar with it, it's on the History Channel. It's a very popular show. And so many of the episodes of that show have deal with the ancient alien hypothesis, first uh, published in Chariots of the Gods, which basically says that um, a lot that either humans are descendants of ancient aliens or or aliens played some role in early ancient civilizations, whether it was the formation of the Egyptian pyramids or other things. How much stock do you put into the ancient alien hypothesis? Well, uh, it's very interesting that you bring that up tonight because I just wrapped my show uh, a few minutes ago, and my guest was Giorgio Tsoukalos, right? And uh, Giorgio and his hair... Um, you know, has been, uh, he's a, he's a really good friend of mine and I haven't been on ancient aliens. Uh, so to be clear, I've been on the shows before ancient aliens on Friday nights. Uh, but I actually haven't been on ancient aliens, but, but back to, uh, your question, the, the influence that ancient aliens has had worldwide, it, that can't be measured. And and I've been watching Ancient Aliens since its very first episode. And Giorgio and I talked about your question at length today. I think that the ancient cultures around the world for thousands of years that haven't communicated with each other, and they didn't have a way to do that 5,000 years ago, all spoke about the same things. Getting information from the stars, right? It's somebody spoke to them. And then they turn around and represent these uh, communications and this contact with with cave paintings and Renaissance art and sculpture, and certainly through some of the architecture in the building that has gone on around the world. And I think if you take their statements in the part of the historical record and you plug it into today, Frank, it's the exact same thing. If you take communication from the gods or angels or the watchers and you just plug in E.T., you have the same stories that we mm-hmm. talk about today. I don't think it's any different. Uh, Jimmy, I could uh, talk with you all day. I, I hope you'll come back. It's a, a fascinating subject, and uh, I don't think anybody does it better than you. I appreciate the time this morning. Yeah, thank you, Frank. Behave and be well and enjoy the rest of 2022. Disclosure is coming. Now at jimmychurchradio.com. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888 Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.